if you, you know, are making enough money, you're not making enough sales. Well, guess what? You know, it's, that's your fault. And I always knew that sales was something that could provide a, a, a larger opportunity in terms of income for me. And throughout, you know, my travels, I had learned about sales and marketing. It always intrigued me. I never had a problem speaking to, to somebody. I just didn't have the right vehicle. So first it was selling, you know, Jesus and the gospel, you know, convincing teenagers to spend a Friday night at church versus, you know, going to the football game. And then it was selling music lessons. And along the way it was selling various things. But I actually just went online and saw a job application for high net worth sales. And I don't know if it said luxury sales or jets or whatever, but I just kind of stumbled upon it. I, I go ahead and interviewed for it and they took a shot on me. And so I think the reason why I've been successful and was able to, to land that job was because of all the other things that led up to it that I learned a different lesson from every single other job that I had before that. What about sales is attractive to you or like what, what like kind of drew you to, to doing that? It's based around merit. So I'm kind of in control of my own future and I have to level up if I want to level up my income. And what I really like about sales is that the only way to be a good salesman is to be a good person. In my opinion, I think the, the key to success in sales is taking care of your customer as your client, as you would want to be taken care of. And if you use that golden rule, you, you know, you'll get everything you want out of life if you help enough people get what they want out of life. You know, famous Zig Ziglar quote. And I think that's what I really do like about sales is the more I help others, uh, the more I can help my family. And everything else that I had done in the past, whether it was youth ministry or managing a music school, it didn't matter how hard I worked. Um, my paycheck was always capped. And part of my personality is maximizer like if you go through those strength finders or whatever maximizer is part of my personality and so i would always want to do the best i want to be the best youth minister with the best programs and the best i want to level up my skills i invest a lot in myself and so for someone like that you know sales is really good because if you're always leveling up then you can see start to reap the benefits of that level up by helping more and more people because the better you get the more people you can help if you you know, are making enough money, you're not making enough sales. Well, guess what? You know, it's, that's your fault. Yeah. You got to take responsibility. Success is exactly. your obligation. It's your duty. It's your responsibility. Exactly. And I love that. Cause you know, I'll talk to people and they're like, well, you know, I, I like a stable income and, and, um, I, I like having that, you know, kind of safety net, but you know, if you're living in a safety net, you're never gonna, you, you could have so much potential, right. And you're just not, you're not seeing the fruit of that labor by just, you know, being capped at a salary like you were saying. It's really based on the merit. I definitely think, yeah, yeah. salespeople are built are, are built differently. We're a little we're wired differently. We're a little we're a little weird. The good news about most sales training, especially like a Grand Cardone, is anyone can learn. It's just a matter of whether or not you're willing to put yourself out there and, and Yeah. Learn. Yeah, I think it's really like if you if you really are down to put in the grit and, and really get down and, and dirty and, and just failing if you're comfortable with failing a lot. Um, you'll be able to get eventually the, you know, the success that I want. I want people who listen to this podcast to know, like, 
it sucks. The grind, the hustle, like it's, it's one thing when it's like a motivational video, you see a guy working out, it's like, yeah, the grind, the hustle, like you feel like you're getting better because you're, you're, you're pushing into it. But sometimes the grind, the hustle, like you're crying, you're in the fetal position and you're just crying and, and, and just feeling completely defeated. Like, woe is me. Why did I do that? And so this past year, uh, I started my own agency and I can't tell you, there's been more fetal position moments in the past four months than there was over my entire career in aviation that, you know, that's been a few years. And so I have to, I, I say that to your audience and to remind myself, like the grind and everything, like it's a great, you know, motivational Instagram uh, post, but when you're in the midst of it, it sucks. And so just to know that if you're in that position of it sucks, it doesn't necessarily mean that you should quit because you thought the grind would be, you know, it shouldn't suck this much. Uh, it might just mean like you're in a new season and you really do need to push through it. And it's, it's hard to do that. I think it's where you're sometimes obligated to do things that you don't want to do. But if you, you know, if you carry the discipline with you, you'll, you'll get where you want to go, you know, just kind of put your feelings to the side and believe the, all the process that you've put, you know, you've put through it to get to where you are and, and continue to believe that, you know, you're going to, you're going to get there because you've made this plan. You just got to execute it now. And that's the importance of surrounding yourself with other people, whether it's a 10X community, an online community, or I saw you had like a whole posse with you, you know, when you were yeah. hanging out at CFBAA. Uh, so that's really important for people to understand. It's, it's the people around you are going to help you when you can't, like when it's not about motivation. I will tell anybody out there, one of the most important things that you need to do is you need to invest in yourself, in your training, whether you're a mechanic, a pilot, like invest in your training and then invest in your ability to communicate to other people. And that's what 10X kind of does. Their sales training, like you might think like I'm a mechanic, why do I need sales training? It helps you understand this bigger picture of a buying cycle, how people make decisions and how you can walk them down through the sales process and ultimately be of the most beneficial service to your customers. And people, you know, that's, I mean, it takes a lot of money, takes a lot of time and effort to, to acquire those skills, but they're all skills that someone, anyone can learn. For any 20 year old, try to discern what you're passionate about discern how you're going to make uh, income off of that and then try to project forward like where that income where that vehicle is going to lead you to because in doing that it'll show you a bigger picture of like well how long do I stay in this for so that would probably be more my advice again I don't really have any regrets from my 20s but just as much as you can have a bigger picture uh, and be open to to stuff and not just so hyper focused on whatever you're doing in the now it'll serve you how did you did you kind of choose aviation the aviation choose you in that way that you were saying and why is it so different than other you know vehicles that make it you know so great or from what your experience is like so far i came about aviation by happenstance it just you know they could have told me we're selling dishwashers right um, it wouldn't have made a difference. And, and the reason why I found aviation was just because it was by chance, you know, finding that online. I think the reason aviation clicked for me was because of the skills that I had leading up to it. And I could apply those skills in a market where I was helping people 
I clicked with my ability to connect with high net worth individuals. I could speak intelligently, clearly, and I can solve problems for them. You want to sell your jet? I can do that. And, and I was also a part of an organization that was very, very good at supporting what we were doing. I wasn't just working with a random pilot and we were trying to figure it out. I had a good support system. I think aviation stands apart from any other industry because it is working with high net worth individuals. I think that it's a it's interesting because there's no licenses or certifications that are required so anyone can get into it, which is great anyone can get into it, but it's also a problem because anyone can get into it. What I like about private aviation because anyone can get into it is you're only going to be successful insofar as you can help other people. And that goes to your character. And so, for example, a advice I would give to someone in their 20s is start and continue building your character. And so every choice that you make is going to become a habit. Your habits become to impact who you are as a person. That's your character. If you help enough people get what they want out of life, you can have everything you want out of life. There's, there's this this attitude of reciprocity that I think the next generation kind of has. And so by having, by building your character, I think it'll serve you in the long run when it comes to aviation. That's one of the things I like about this industry is that really the successful people are the ones that have good character. And it's such a great community. Um, it's when you find the right group of people like with MBAA and such like that, Everybody wants to help each other. Everybody wants to see each other succeed. There's not a lot of cutthroat going on, at least that I've been exposed to. And I think that's partially by the nature of the aviation community. We just love this stuff. And it's also like, I just don't want to do business with those kinds of people. So I don't usually find myself doing business with those. The question that came up when you were talking, how, how do you interact or is there some, is there a way in your mind or thought process to reaching out to a high like value individual before, you know, uh, being interested in telling them, oh, about a sales or, or finding out what they're, you know, looking for or, or any of that sort of nature. Yeah. So when I first started calling on high net worth individuals that owned a jet, the number one piece of advice that my manager gave me was don't talk about the jet. I said, like, what are you talking about? Like my whole goal is to get them to sell me my jet. How do I not talk about the jet? So I don't like that piece of advice because what it ended up doing for me is as soon as somebody actually answered the phone for the first time, I just froze. I was like, what, what, what do I do? And they're like, what do you want? And I'm like, do you want to sell your jet? And they're like, nope, click. And so I'm like, oh my gosh. Like that was my very first phone call talking to somebody and I already failed. Well, there's no place to go but up from here. So I, the, best, the best piece of advice I got from my former agency was sell to people the way you want to be sold to. And what that did for me is that allowed me to, number one, I had to understand how do I like to be sold to. So another piece of advice for, for, for people, figure out how do you like to be sold to. When, when, you, when you're going through sales training like Cardone or whatever it might be, you start to see there's different methods, right? And so what kind of a buyer are you? Do you like a lot of information, analytical data? Do you buy mostly on emotion? Do you buy, I mean, everybody buys basically for two reasons. It's to solve a problem or it's just for the emotional like enjoyment of it. And so, you know, if that's the reason people are buying, well, how do they get to the point where they're ready to make a decision on it? And so for me, when I go to a car dealership or when I am making a big purchase, the first thing I'm doing is I'm, I'm investigating. I'm going to all the blogs, I'm going to YouTube, which one is the best, you know, piece of technology, car, whatever it is. 
So I am the kind of person that I like to find a lot of information and whoever provides me that information, that is the person that I know, like, and trust. And that's the person I want to do business with. So for me, as I progressed in my career, you know, I was very transparent and that's why I started my YouTube channel is to be that, that authority that was available online. There's nothing that would frustrate me more as a buyer if I could go online and I couldn't find information about something that was very frustrating to me. So I tried to make myself available for people to, to find the answers that they were looking for. So the other thing is I, if someone's going to call me out of the blue, you know, so the video stuff is kind of stuff that was in year one and you know, year two, year three. But starting out, if someone called me out of the blue, I, I don't want to hear, hi, uh, Mr. Lelio, uh, how's it going? This is Daniel. Like, how's the weather over there? It's like, what the heck, man? Like, you're interrupting my day. What do you want, right? And so for me, it was more about getting to the point. And I would call someone and be like, hey, Daniel, this is Tom with Jet Life Arrow. Good morning, right? And it would be controlling that conversation because now I know you're either going to say good morning or you're going to say I'm good which tells me I don't have your attention <laughs> you're not paying attention so hey Daniel it's time with Jet Life Arrow good morning you're gonna say good morning and then I'm gonna say the reason for the call is so they know right away why I'm calling the reason for the call is I was just wondering if you're planning on upgrading your CJ this year if I was able to find you a retail buyer for it and I could find you a replacement would you be interested in that so now you've got, you know, three choices. Either you're going to say, yes, tell me more. You're going to say no and hang up, in which I can't do anything. Or you're going to say, no, I'm not interested, but you're not going to hang up. And so now that's my chance. And so learning those skills and selling the way that I want to be sold to allowed me to find more and more success because I can predict where the conversation is going to go. And I, and I came to this understanding that, like, I'm not going to sell to everybody. Like I'm going to sell to, I'm gonna, my vibe is going to attract my tribe. And I think I sell very well to people that are like me that just want, tell me why you're calling. It's either a yes, it's a no, it's not a personal. And, you know, just keep going through the volume to find the right people. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I, I think that's very interesting too. And, and especially the more you cold call or you talk to people, the more you'll start seeing patterns. Um just like Grant Cardone, right. that's a part of a part of one of his episodes too. You'll start seeing patterns, and you can start uh, being able to find different ways to navigate through those channels that people will will sometimes mm -hmm. you know give you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. So uh, what what's next? What, what do you have any plans for for you and and your business, or do you have any goals in in mind? Yeah, I mean for sure. I mean my my goal is to. Is continue the, the the ultimate jet guide, jet life arrow. I really am passionate about bringing on more agents. I want to inspire others the way I was inspired with private aviation. Find someone that's really hardworking, that you know, good values, maybe has a family, but hasn't found the right vehicle to to bring them to their goals that they're looking for, and so. You know, I'm looking to whether it's someone really young and new and, and interested in aviation and, and mentoring them or it's bringing somebody on that hasn't had the right opportunity the way I was, you know, when I was in my you know early 30s when I first started. And it's really that's kind of on, on my on my radar is how do I how do I encourage the next generation? Yeah, yeah, that's great. And uh, I, I really hope uh, people take advantage of that. Um, so what are, uh, what are ways that people can reach out to you or find out more information or what you were saying, you know, to be able to learn more about sales and, and become, you know, a better individual in that, in that sector. 
Yeah, there's two places to go. Uh, TheUltimateJetGuide.com is, is my main website that you can download the Ultimate Jet Guide. If you're in, interested in jet sales, that's the best place to go. Even if you're not a buyer, you're not a high net worth individual that's ready to buy a jet, it will basically give you an overview of private aviation. There's three ways to get involved. You can charter a jet, you can buy a jet, you can invest in a jet. And so I go through all of that so that by the time you're done reading the Ultimate Jet Guide, you have a great overview of, of private aviation and you can make a decision of where you're going to fit, whether that's the, the sales side or the, the, the buying side as an owner. So that's the first place, the ultimatejetguide.com. And then, of course, you can go to aircraftbrokeracademy.com. I have a, uh, a link there. I think it's aircraftbrokeracademy.com forward slash the ultimate jet guide. And that's just an online course. You know, I think it's $500 right now. It's going to be a lot more. We're building out the, the videos. I think we've got over 100 videos right now, myself and, and my colleague Alex. And basically, it's from A to Z, everything that you need to know about being a broker from here's an airplane because I didn't have the aviation experience. So I needed someone to explain the power plant. I needed someone to explain the avionics to me, the, you know, how it all works, how it all comes together. Then he goes through all the, the marketing stuff and the sales process and the aircraft purchase agreements and how to do a pre-buy and how to negotiate. And here's the documents that you need. So it's really a comprehensive course. And then I come in and I apply the sales stuff to, to the course where here's how you have a conversation with a high net worth individual. Here's how you handle the objections. Oh, I'm not interested or I have to get back to you about my partner, but they're geared towards specific um, aviation themed objections. So the ultimatejetguide.com or aircraft broker. Yeah, so uh, Instagram's a great place, Tom Lelio, L-E-L-Y-O. Um, and then you can find me, if you just put my name in, you'll find me on YouTube and Instagram, uh, TikTok, LinkedIn. Uh, mostly, most of my content is on YouTube for the ultimate jet guide, but you know, individually and personally it's Instagram, uh, Facebook as well.